12.46 is the time now, LBC News. It is January 2nd. Uh, let's just check in with events in the United States of America and is a very happy new year to Simon Marks. We're a little later in, what, a few four or five hours' time. You're trying to put a new Congress together, but there might be some difficulties, Simon. For the Republican Party, Martin, Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to everybody there as well. Uh, this is a big deal. It's the swearing-in today of the 118th Congress, uh, the Congress that was elected in last November's midterm elections. It's due to take place at about 5pm at UK time. And the key question that we're all uh, trying to secure an answer to is precisely who will be the new Speaker of the House of Representatives succeeding Democrat Nancy Pelosi. Now, uh, by rights, it ought to be a man called Kevin McCarthy, a Republican congressman from California, uh, a Trump enabler, I think it's fair to say, often a Trump apologist, uh, but not entirely a dyed-in-the-wool member of the Trump right wing of the Republican Party. And that is proving to be Mr McCarthy's problem, because, as you know, uh, the Republicans are going to have a very slim majority in the House of Representatives, only about about four votes uh, more than the Democrats. Uh, and Mr McCarthy has spent the entire Christmas and New Year period struggling to secure enough support among Republicans to become the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. Indeed, uh, as this Tuesday dawns in the United States, he appears to have less support than he had just two or three weeks ago. Now, he is threatening to hold today a whole series of road votes, uh, essentially an effort uh, to uh, try and exhaust uh, those opponents of his within the Republican Party who say that either he's too right-wing and has been too supportive of Donald Trump or that he's insufficiently right-wing and hasn't been sufficiently supportive of Donald Trump. He's hoping to grind all of them down over the hours that lie ahead. Uh, if he succeeds, he will become Speaker of the House of Representatives, although for how long, who knows? because he's expected to face continuing threats from within his own party. If he fails, well, it's entirely up for grabs as to whom may occupy that position. And here's why all of this matters. The Speaker of the House of Representatives is second in line for the presidency after Vice President Kamala Harris. So this is not just a massively important political position uh, in Washington, the, the person who decides uh, the agenda for the House of Representatives in the congressional term uh, that lies ahead. But constitutionally, it's also a big deal uh, because the Speaker of the House of Representatives uh, is second in line for the presidency. If anything were to happen to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the Speaker would become president. So we've never really seen anything like this uh, in the modern era, this spectacle that is expected to play out on Capitol Hill over uh, the next few hours. And you can expect Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats absolutely Absolutely to make hay over all of this and to say, if these people can't even figure out who their leader is and who the Speaker of the House is going to be, how on earth can they be trusted to deal with some of the massively complex issues that the country uh, is facing, especially in light of that IMF warning only yesterday that the United States is entering a recession. So dramatic stakes ahead up on Capitol Hill over the next few hours. Just remind us of the constitutional position here. Because of what you've just explained to us, Simon, it 
it can't be a vacancy. They can't say, hang on a few days, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you next week. They've well, got to sort it, right? They've got to sort it. I mean, they've got to sort it for every reason in the book. I mean, they could take a few days to sort it. Uh, I mean, legislative business on Capitol Hill would come to a crashing halt, but, you know, it's not the first time that's happened. Uh, so this could go, you know, through until perhaps the end of the week. But I think the pressure that will be on them politically to demonstrate sure. that they actually, you know, th that they can hold... Embarrassing or what, as you say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've got to, you know, at the end of the day, someone's got to sit in that chair and hold the gavel, and it presumably has to be a Republican. It seems highly unlikely that there would be a compromise Democrat candidate. I mean, there were various suggestions being floated last year that Liz Cheney, the dissident Republican, might be able to secure <laughs> yes. enough. But, I mean, I don't think any of that is likely to play out. Uh, I think we're going to see some bruising internal Republican warfare on display at least for the next, uh, what, 15 hours or so, and possibly longer than that. And mm. that is damaging to a Republican Party that hoped, remember, you know, in the run-up to last year's midterm elections, they thought they were going to be swept to power on a tidal wave of victory, and today was going to be a massive celebration of that win. Instead, things have worked out very differently. Some other big calls, though, from the other side of the aisle, and not least one President Joe Biden. Um, over Christmas, he said he'd have a think about whether he wants to be president for another four years. I wonder what he's made his mind up. Well, the indications are that he has made his mind up and the indications are that he's absolutely decided to seek another four years in the Oval Office, even though he is already the oldest sitting president that the United States uh, has known. And by the time the election rolls around in November of next year, he will be, what, 82? And uh, by the time he leaves office, if he wins that election, he'll be 86. Uh, we know that family discussions were held uh, while the Bidens uh, spent part of the Christmas and New Year period in the US Virgin Islands. There have been uh, reports by some news media organisations here suggesting that the decision was made and that he is going to run. Uh, certainly in the middle of December, uh, First Lady Jill Biden, believed to be an absolutely pivotal voice in this decision-making process, uh, indicated more of a willingness to entertain the idea of another four years for her husband in the White House than she had previously evinced in a speech that she uh, made to Democrat supporters. So it looks as though he's going to do it. We don't know when an announcement might come and it may not come uh, anytime soon. Uh, we've got the State of the Union address that has to take place within the next few weeks. No date for that yet. That's a big set piece event for the president every year. And, uh, you know, equally, I think he will want to get through that, but also he will want to send a message to his fellow Democrats. Democrats pretty soon about his intentions, uh, because in the same way as Donald Trump sought to freeze the Republican Party in aspic with his early presidential announcement uh, last year, I think he succeeded in freezing them in aspic, but that was definitely his plan, uh, Joe Biden will absolutely want to do the same. He'll want to, I think, do whatever he can to ensure uh, that if there is any kind of primary challenger who decides uh, to take him on in the race for the, Repu for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination... Uh, it's not going to be someone who garners masses uh, of support within the Democratic Party and represents a real potent challenger. So, you know, I, I think the suspicion here is that in the next few weeks we'll, we'll get an announcement. But wherever he shows up, he's asked about this. He was asked about it uh, just uh, before the New Year celebration and sort of joked about, you know, oh, is there an election coming?
coming, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that kind of hokum won't last forever, Simon, will it? Out for. Yeah, 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 OK. Now, look, you had a, a, a truly shocking moment um, in coverage of American football uh, last evening. How is this Damar Hamlin chap? What's, he, well, what's the latest in, medical bulletin on? Yeah, in critical condition after suffering that cardiac arrest on television in the middle uh, of his team's game, the Buffalo Bills, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I'm, I'm bound to say I was not watching the game myself, but millions of Americans were. And I think there was tremendous, obviously, shock about what occurred. He collapsed after uh, uh, colliding uh, with another player right in the early stages of the game, in the first quarter of the game. Uh, his teammates, uh, once they realised the gravity of the situation, uh, started gathering together and praying on the field. Several of them could be seen weeping. It took the authorities an hour to make the decision to suspend the game and there has been really brutal criticism on social media of how it took so long for that decision to be made uh, and I think once again uh, you know this incident and we don't know whether this was uh, related to some kind of pre-existing condition or related to anything that happened directly on the field but it raises fresh questions uh, about the safety of American football at a time when many parents aren't letting their children play the game one of the reasons why soccer has become increasingly popular here uh, but it also raises big questions about you know the decision-making processes that take place within the NFL I mean it, it should it should not have been a vaguely close call as to whether to suspend that game last night and the vast majority of onlookers believe it took them far too long to uh, to reach that decision Sam Marks reporting from Washington DC thank you very much indeed Simon